All The More podcast, where we are continually searching out scriptural truths all the more. Hello and welcome. I'm your host, Levi Moore, and I'm joined by my co-host and brother, Aaron Moore. Each week, we look into God's Word and see what He has for us. So, let's go ahead and dive on into His Word and see what He has this week. Welcome back, everyone, to the All The More podcast. I'm glad to have you back here this week. Um, this week, we're going to be, going to be looking at uh, the searching servant of Abraham. Um, and it really doesn't have much to do with Abraham outside of him sending his servant to search for a wife for Isaac. Um, but that's about a, about a, as much of Abraham as we'll deal with. But um, anyhow, uh, at this point, I would normally be welcoming Aaron onto the podcast. And he would normally be like, hello, or something to that effect. But um, this week, uh, Aaron Aaron is uh, uh, not doing too well. He's uh, feel, feeling rather poorly. Um, um, so of course we would, uh, I would appreciate your prayers for him, but he would certainly appreciate your prayers, uh, for him as, as he, uh, tries to, uh, uh, to get better. Um, but, uh, without further ado, um, we can go ahead and, uh, uh get going here. Um, so we're going to be in, in, <clears throat> in Genesis 24, uh, looking at, uh, the, you know, how Isaac and Rebecca get put together. But before we move, go there, uh, I want to jump back to chapter, um, to chapter 22, the very tail end of it that we talked about last week, uh, starting in verse 20 to 24, says, "Now after these things, you know, after after the uh, the um, the what was supposed to be the sacrifice of Isaac, uh, and uh, that that God then you know uh, provided a ram in his place. Um, after all after all these things happened, it says, and after these things, it was told to Abraham, behold, Milcah also has born children to your brother Nahor, Uz his firstborn, Buz his brother, Kimuel the father of Aram, Kesed, Hazo, Pildash, Jild- uh, Jidlaf, and Bethuel. Bethuel fathered Rebekah. These eight Milcah bore to Nahor, Abraham's brother. Moreover, his concubine, whose name was uh, Ruma, uh, bore Teba, Gehem, Tahash, and Ma'akah. Um, the, the, the verse I, I really wanted to point out here was uh, verse 23, where it uh, uh, mentions uh, Bethuel, who fathered Rebekah. Now, this is, you know, uh, it... As we've you know, gone through you know, uh, you know Genesis, I, I've pointed that pointed this out at least once, maybe twice. But um, the, the 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 majority of of the Old Testament was written in such a way that uh, you know it was written to be read. You know, it was not written to be. Or excuse me, it was written to be listened to, to be heard, not to be read. You know, the way that uh, uh, the way that, that they would phrase things um, was made it, to, it was worded to be memorable, so that uh, you know it could be easily taught to someone uh, to remember in an oral tradition. Now. Um, that's you know different from from how we are today. You know today we you know we write down everything, or we better yet record the audio or the video of of whatever the the, the thing is. But back back at this time, uh, you know it was it uh it wasn't you know paper or 
uh, you know, some kind of parchment or or some some medium upon which you know messages could be inscribed were not necessarily easy to come by, uh, and they certainly were not cheap. And so, uh, oral traditions, oral histories were were um, much more common, uh, and that doesn't mean that they were any any less. Um, any less reliable. It's just that that was that was the way that that many things were transmitted. Uh, and so you know, like I said, back back at this time, you, uh, uh, you know, a lot of things were were written in such a way to be heard more so than to be read. You know, especially seeing as uh, you might only have one copy of you know the Torah, for instance. You know, like, like you know, the uh, specifically the the the, the Pentateuch. That uh, they may have only had had one copy of it, and so it would be read to a crowd. And so, anyways, that's just kind of you know, bear that in mind. So, so you know, the, 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 this year, verse twenty three of chapter twenty two, you know, is going ahead and 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 preparing preparing the listeners ahead of time. Hey, re, you know, here a little bit, we're going to be talking about Rebecca, but this is why I'm mentioning Bethuel now, is because Bethuel is going to come up here in a minute because he's the father of Rebecca, whom Isaac will marry. So now, now we can go ahead and go down to, to chapter twenty four and get started with the actual. Um, main passage here so uh verses one through you know, chapter uh 24 uh you know occurs immediately following uh, uh sarah's death um and so uh you know i uh no abraham here if i say noah uh abraham here you know, it says in verse one now abraham was old well advanced in years aka he was older than older than dirt okay i mean he was he was ancient by this time um uh now abraham was old well advanced in years and the lord had blessed abraham in all things and abraham said to his servant the oldest of his household who had charge of all that he had Put your hand under my thigh that I may make you swear by the Lord, the God of heaven and God of earth, that you will not take a wife for my son from the daughters of the Canaanites among whom I dwell, but will go to my country and to my kindred and take a wife for my son Isaac. The servant said to him, perhaps the woman may not be willing to follow me to this land. Must I then take your son back to the land from which you came? Abraham said to him, see to it that you do not take my son back there. The Lord, the God of heaven, who took me from my father's house and from the land of my kindred and who spoke to me and swore to me to your offspring, I will give this land. He will send his angel before you and you shall take a wife for my son from there. But if the woman is not willing to follow you, then you will be free from this oath of mine. Only you must not take my son back there. So the servant put his hand under the thigh of Abraham, his master, and swore to him concerning this matter. Now, uh, I, I'm sure all of you are wondering why on earth would, would uh, you know, Abraham be asking his servant to put his, his, his hand under his thigh in order to make him swear. Well, uh, th- this was part of a, part of a, a custom uh, or you know, kind of an idiom, uh, an idiomatic phrase to where, uh, you it was said that your know, children uh, were were t- uh, to issue from the thigh or from the loins of their father, and so by asking his servant to place his hand under his thigh, it, it was signifying that uh, in the event that 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 the servant broke the oath, uh, the 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 children of the father, in this case Isaac, uh, you know, if if the servant broke broke the promise or broke the vow to Abraham, Isaac being Abraham. Son uh, would then avenge the disloyalty of the servant by killing him. So um, it was a way to you know to to kind of garner uh, or encourage uh, follow through on on the on the, the, the on the oath. Um, so anyhow, uh, so the uh, you, you know, Abraham goes goes through, you know, through this list of things. He you know, says, "Yeah, I want you to, want you to swear by." Uh, 
uh, swear by by the Lord because you know, uh, and and the reason he's saying swear by the Lord is because um, you know swearing back back then is much is is very much different from today. But uh, you know, swearing back then you'd swear by a power that was higher than you, someone that could vouch for you, and the highest power to swear by was God. You're making a promise to God uh, to do something. So, anyways, he says. Uh, he, he, he tells his servant to make sure that he doesn't take a wife for a son from, from the land of Canaan. Um, he, he, he needs to you know, take a wife for his son you know, from someone, you know, from the land of his kindred. Uh, and, 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 um, and so, and, and preferably from his own kindred, from his clan. And so he goes and, and, uh, uh, you know, the servant is like, well, you know, what if this woman isn't willing to come? Um, and so he says, uh, you know, don't, you know, just be sure you don't take my son back that, you know, to that place. Cause you know, g- you know, God told me to come this way and said, this land is going to be my, my, my offspring's land. Um, yeah, so you know, if if they're unwilling to come, you know, you're free from this vow. But uh, you know, the angel of the Lord, or excuse me, uh, uh, the angel, you know, of of my God is going to go before you and and, and prosper your way. And and you know, so you know, now you know, again, you know, ever since chapter twenty two, ever since this this uh, this high point with with uh, uh, Abraham trusting God and, and showing his faith and the. Um, yeah, and and God's ability to to pull through. Uh, we would normally expect to see uh, you know, a time now, you know, looking back in the past at, at previous incidents where Abraham would be falling flat on his face and and falling off the bandwagon again and and lacking in his faith. But that's not what we find at all. You know, um, it seems that that it's from that from that mountaintop experience, Abraham has never come back down from that mountaintop experience that he had with God there, uh, you know, on Mount Moriah. Um, and so he said. He says here, really, that, that you know, he he knows that the angel of God is going to go before him and prosper his way. He knows that um, that God is going to uh, make you know make a way. He's going to fulfill uh, you know his promise by you know uh, finding a wife for his son because you know uh, if if if, uh, if Abraham is to be a father of many nations, um, right now he's only the father. He only has two sons. Uh, one one illegitimate and and one legitimate, and so I mean, if you count two as many, uh, I don't know where you've been, but two is a couple. <laughs> two is not many. You know, when I think of many, you know, I think of you know at least you know I don't know seven or more, and so you know that means that the Isaac is going to have to have some children, right? So that means that God is going to come through and and give uh you know give give him a wife because you have to have a wife to have kids, right? Um. Or at least biblically speaking, you're supposed to have a wife to have kids. But um, anyhow, so so uh, his uh, says here, verse nine. So the servant you know put his hand on the thigh and and, and swore concerning uh, these things to his master. So uh, so that 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 you know, in verses one through through nine, we see the commissioning of the servant. Now uh, verse ten shows us where uh, ten through fourteen is kind of the next you know chunk. It shows that the, you know, the servant took ten of his master's camels and departed, taking all sorts of choice gifts from his master and. Uh, he arose and went to Mesopotamia to the city of uh, Nahor. And he made uh, and he made the camels kneel down outside the city uh, by the well of water at the time of evening, the time when women go out to draw water. Hmm, it's kind of strategic, right? Uh, and he said, "O Lord God of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show steadfast love to my master Abraham. Behold, I am standing by the spring of water that the daughters of men of the city are coming out to draw water. Let the young woman." To whom I shall say, please let down your jar that I may drink, and who shall say, drink, and I will water your camels. 
let her be the one whom you have appointed for your servant Isaac. By this I shall know that you have shown steadfast love to my master. So here in verses 10 through 14, um, I don't know about y'all, but there are many times where I have, uh, I've been assigned a task that I don't quite know how to do, or uh, I'm not confident in, in, in what I'm looking for, or I, I'm just, you know, kind of at a loss altogether as to what, as to what, what the world's going on. What, how, how do I complete the task? Uh, where do I find such and such a thing? Um, and, and as you know, there, there have been, been many times where, you know, I, I've said, you know, God, you know, I, I don't know what I'm doing. Like you certainly know what I'm supposed to be doing. So, you know, please, you know, show me something, help me out, you know? Um, and, 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 you know, so you know, that, that, um, you know, that, that, uh, you know, thinking about what, 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 uh, the, you know, the servant's doing here, you know, asking for God's guidance, you know, that's something we should always be doing, you know, in, in every aspect of our life. But, uh, you know, uh, th- th- this is kind of going to be kind of a, a silly example, but you know, it was the, the it was a memory that was you know, brought to mind when I read this. But uh, you know, I, uh, uh, during my childhood, you know, I, I grew up with Game Boys and then the Game Boy Color, Game Boy Advanced, and then you know what you know, uh, uh, and you know, all those you, you you had to have those lights that you plugged into it that uh, you because know, because it, it wasn't a backlit screen, and so you always had to uh, either you know have a flashlight or or lean just just the right way you know if you're in the car to get the you know, the light so you could see the thing, see the screen. Or, uh, or or have one of the fancy lights, like I said, that plugged in. But but the, you know, uh, eventually, I think I, I I can't remember how old I was. But anyways, at some point, they came out with the Game Boy SP. You know, that was the the one that like folded and it, it, it like folded in half, and it was like a square when it's folded and it folds up. And then anyways, it had a, ba- a built-in backlight. And yeah, I thought that was high cotton there. But anyways, um, you know that like uh, you know the, the, those those you know Game Boys were were valuable to me. And anyways, some somehow some somewhere along along the way just like most kids do i i lost my game boy sp and i was distraught i didn't know where it was it was like at least a month before you know that i'd been looking all over the place for it uh and anyways i remember i i don't know why i still remember this to this day because this is at least i don't know probably 15 years ago okay uh i was uh sitting in in church um and you know i i said god you know, i I really miss that Game Boy. I I really want to, I I just, I don't know where it is. And I know you know where it is because you know all things. So like, please (laughs) show me where this thing is or remind me where I left it or whatever. And, and I mean, it was an instant, you know, y'all might think I'm crazy, but I'm instantaneously God just like, you know, popped it into my mind. I knew exactly where it was. So as soon as we got home from church that day, I went and lo and behold, it was in the exact spot where where I where you know, God had had you know, enabled my mind to remember, or He gave me the you know I don't know He 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 just popped it in my mind. That's exactly how it is and where it is. And, and I was like, thank you, God. You know, because because you know. But anyways, you, you know that 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 was just something you know you know me as a child. You know, I, I don't know why I still remember that to this day, but. But that that uh, you know the fact the reason the, the fact that God would even care enough about my small things that I was worried about you know a, a Game Boy that that was of no consequence in, in the grand scheme of things He was concerned enough you know with my concern that He you know deemed it you know deemed it, it you know worthy to you know let me know where it was and so you know here uh, you know the servant you know, back going back to the text you know this servant you know he's he's wanting to do a good job for his master He's not wanting to. Um, you know, drop the ball on this, on this, uh, this, you know, assignment he's been given. And, you know, this, this certainly has a whole lot more consequence. You know, finding the wife for your master's son has a whole lot more consequence and weight to it than, than finding a, a, a silly game boy that, you know, 
d- d- didn't really matter um, in the grand scheme. But you know, so you know, he's you know turning to God here, and 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 so he 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 says, you know, O Lord God of my master Abraham, please grant me success today and show steadfast love to my master Abraham. Now, uh, I think it was last week, or maybe it was two weeks ago. Uh, you know, there was that there was a passage in James that 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 uh, uh, I read that you know, basically says, you know, uh, you have not because you ask with wrong intentions was essentially what the passage said. You you you, you basically ask you know, uh, you know for your own self glorification. You ask wrongly. Um, well, yeah, you know, this is a perfect example of someone asking rightly. Uh, you know, uh, the the servant acknowledges, uh, you know, who the 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 you know the the uh that God has has shown His steadfast love to Abraham. He uh and, and he recognizes you know his his constancy and faithfulness to Abraham, and so he's asking you, please grant me success today and show steadfast lo- love to Ab- uh to my master Abraham. You know, because if if the servant's successful, you know, God is going to through that success of, of the servant will bless Abraham. Abraham and thus bless Isaac and continue and, and, and will you know, grow the family uh, in blessings. Um, and so he's asking not for himself, but he's asking for you know for his master. He's asking with with uh, with good. Uh, I don't want to say with good intentions. He's asking with uh, with pure intentions, I should say. And so, uh, you know, he, 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 of course, uh, you know, says, you know, God, you know, let the wo- woman that, that, I, that I ask for a drink and that, the, and that'll say, uh, you know, drink and let me, let me water your camels. You know, let that be the one you know, he, 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 he kind of, you know, gave God a situation, uh, you know, to look for it. But then, um, you know, in verse 15, it says, Before he had finished speaking, behold, Rebekah, who was born to Bethuel, the son of Milcah, the wife of Nahor, Abraham's brother, came out with her water jar on her shoulder. Hmm. So we've already seen back in chapter 22, you know, there was a very specific mention about Rebecca before she'd even shown up. So now we're seeing it again. So you know, imagine, I mean, well, you are listening to this. So, you know, I've already kind of spilled the beans on it, but you had had I just been you know just re- reading the passage, you know now here's Rebecca's name again, and, and so that should automatically be a key or a you know, red flag to you. Oh, this might be kind of important. So here we are uh, again. Uh, you, you know, so Rebecca comes out and says, you know, before he the servant had finished speaking, behold, Rebecca came out. I mean, it's almost like God orchestrated this. Hmm. But anyways, um, so so you know, and, and it goes on verse sixteen. The, the young woman was was uh, was. You know, very attractive. Uh, she went down to the spring to fill her jar, and so you know uh, the servant you, uh, you approaches her, and uh, and and he says, "You please give me a little water uh, to drink from your jar." She said, "Drink, my lord." And she quickly let down her jar upon her hand and gave him a drink. When she had finished giving him a drink, she said, "I will draw water for your camels also until they are finished drinking." So she quickly emptied her jar into the, the trough and ran again to the well to draw water. Uh, so and she drew for all his camels. Now remember, he has ten camels. Okay, um, I don't know, you know how how many of you are are well acquainted with the volume of water that a camel can drink. Um, now there is the common misconception that they store water in their humps. That's not at all what they do. Um, those are actually, you know, their humps are actually, uh, or hump or humps, depending on if it's a, you know, single hump or double hump camel. Uh, those are actually, you know, fat, you know, deposits, um, which kind of can store some bits of water in them, but that's, that's beside the point. That's a little too technical. But anyways, 
these camels can drink a lot of water. Okay, um, you know, so you know, she, you know, that th- 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 this was you know, probably you know, probably at least you know an hour or two long task. You know, taking her jar, filling it with water, filling the trough, letting all these camels drink. I mean, it was a it was a task. Okay, this isn't just like a oh, let me help you take the bags to your car out of the grocery store. You know, quick thing. No, this was this was a chore. Okay, so you know that 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 you know shows her her character, uh, her you know her her generosity and and you re- remember you know this uh this person that um you know the servant is looking for is going to be the mother you know of of you know the one that that, that is going to be a i mean this is going to be a part of the the woman that'll be part of the union that leads to the line of Christ who's going to be the most generous of all who i mean was so generous he gave his whole life for us person so you know that seems to be a good indicator already that this is a, a great person and and notice that you know she says exactly what 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 um, um, the servant asked for her to say. And so, you know, there again, there's, you know, God is, 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 you know, is work, working out the situation. And so, um, you know, uh, here, here in, in verse, um, where is it here? Verse 21 said that, uh, the man that is a servant gazed at her in silence to learn whether the Lord had prospered his journey or not. Um, now I, I can just, I can just, in, in my mind, I can just see the servant standing there, you know, kind of like, is this really happening? You know, uh, I, I mean, again, you know, we, we in our, in our, 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 uh, you know, feeble, weak, fallen state, you know, we, we lack a lot of faith a lot of times. Uh, and, 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 you know, sometimes it, it just takes a lot for, for us to see God working or to, or not necessarily see God working, but to, um, believe that God is actually doing something, you know, even though he does stuff all the time, but we're so caught up and distracted by everything else that we just miss it a lot of the time. Uh, but anyway, so, so he, he gazed at her in silence to learn whether the Lord had prospered his journey or not. And then, uh, you know, it says that the, uh, uh, when the camels had finished drinking, the man took a gold ring weighing a half shekel, which is about 11 grams per shekel, uh, and two bracelets uh, for her arms weighing 10 shekels, um, or ten gold shekels, and said, "Please uh, tell me whose daughter daughter you are. Is there room in your father's house for us to spend the night?" Now, you know, him asking for a place to stay, you know, wasn't too far fetched because remember, you know, this this Middle Eastern culture, hospitality was built into the culture. I mean, it was kind of expected. There wasn't, uh, there weren't, you know, very many inns or or hotels. You know, there, there was no Holiday Inn Express for people to stay at last night. You know, you know, uh, it, it was that people would stay with other people uh, or they would sleep in the town square. You know, it is kind of, it's depended. Um, and so, uh, you know, she says, you know, I am the daughter of who? Of Bethuel, the son of Milcah, who, whom she bore to Nahor. And, uh, and so she added, you know, we have plenty of, uh, plenty of both straw and fodder uh, and room to spend the night. And how does the servant re- uh, respond? Says in verse 26, the man bowed his head and worshiped the Lord and said, blessed, uh, blessed be the Lord, the God of my master Abraham, who has not forsaken his steadfast love and his faithfulness toward my master. As for me, the Lord has led me in the way to the house of my master's kinsman. Uh, then the young woman ran and told her her mother's household about these things. Now, uh, you know, again, we see God's faithfulness and his, and how He orchestrates things to work out for His good. Um, now, uh, you know, uh, continuing on, it says you know, that Rebecca, he, uh, uh, she, she went and 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 uh, you know, uh, she had a brother. Uh, her brother's name is Laban, and that name will come come on up later here uh, uh, you know, in, in a couple chapters when we see Isaac and Rebecca's children. Uh, but anyhow, uh, you know, Laban, you know, ran outside and he came and to, to, to come investigate the whole thing, uh, and he he, he, uh, he and he also invites him in. Um, 
and so he and he uh, you know, sets food out for, uh, for the servant to eat. But you know, the servant says, you know, uh, I will not eat until I have said what I have to say. And so, you know, from from verses thirty four through forty eight, um, the servant, you know essentially reiterates everything that Abraham had said at the very the, at the very beginning of this chapter up until where we where we just left off with you know, him showing up on the doorstep of, of Bethuel's house um, and so he finishes up here in verse 49 says now then if you are going to show steadfast love and faithfulness to my master tell me and if not tell me that I may turn to the right hand or to the left and so uh, you know it says then Laban and Bethuel uh, answered and said, uh, "The thing has come from the Lord. We cannot speak to you, good or bad. Behold, Rebecca is before you. Take her and go, and let her be the wife of your master's son, as the Lord has spoken." So you know they, of course, agree. Uh, you know to to the to the terms, and they acknowledge that God is the one that's orchestrated this. Um, and so uh, you know, in verse fifty-two. You know, whenever uh, Abraham's servant heard uh, the, their words, he bowed himself to the earth before the Lord. Again, he's he you know, is is you know showing this. Respect respectful, um, you know, worshipful state, you know, acknowledging God's uh, providence and, and, and sovereignty in this process. Now it says here, um, uh, you know, in, in uh, verse 53, you know, it says, you know, he, the, the servant brought out jewelry uh, of silver and of gold and, gar- uh, and garments and gave them to Rebekah. He also gave to her brother and to her mother costly ornaments. Uh, and he and the men who were with him ate and drank and they spent the night there and arose early in the morning. And now the next morning, you know, um, you know, he, he, he says to them, you know, send me away to my master. And, and, they, and, and the uh, Laban and the mother were a little um, reluctant to send him on the way, and it says, you know, and they're trying to get get him to you know delay for another ten days. But in verse fifty six, um, it says, uh, but he said to them, "Do not delay me, since the Lord has prospered my way. Send me away that I may go to my master." Uh, they said in verse fifty seven, they said, uh, "Let us call the woman and ask her." So they call, call Rebecca and they ask you know, if Rebecca would want to go, and, and she says, "I will go." So in verse fifty nine, they says, "So they sent away Rebecca, their sister, and her nurse, and Abraham's servant, and his men." Uh, and they blessed Rebecca and said to her, Our sister, may you become thousands of ten thousands, and may your offspring possess the gate of those who hate him. Then Rebecca and her young women arose and rode camels and followed the man. Thus the servant took Rebecca and went his way. Now, this brings us here to the to the, the to the final portion of this chapter, uh, where we finally see Isaac for the first time in this whole chapter. Now, I I want to you know, point something out uh, very quickly before we actually read this next section, so I can kind of um, get your uh, just get you kind of thinking about this. So far, you know, we we've we've just been kind of reading through this, uh, thinking about it just from a pretty much just an an historic standpoint, just looking at the at the history and and how the events transpired. But now now let let's let's think about it. And, and, and observe it more uh, in more ways than just at face value. Now let's look at it in, in kind of a symbolic way. Um, so if we if we think about um, you know Abraham, uh, Abraham, you know uh, back in chapter twenty two, he uh, God commanded Abraham to to give his son, his only son Isaac, you know to to, to sacrifice him. And and you know, like we talked about last week, that immediately you know, points to at least in my mind that that especially that specific only son you know, verbiage points to Jesus. Um, so you know so using that using that idea, let you we can we can liken Abraham to God the Father and we can you know liken Isaac to God the Son aka Jesus. So um now of course you know Jesus 
he is the groom, right? He ha- he and 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 Jesus needs a bride. Well, the bride, as we know, is the church. Um, now, uh, the church is being brought to Jesus, right? Well, there's 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 a, a third person of of the Trinity that we haven't spoken of yet, and that's the Holy Spirit. Now, follow me here for a moment. Abraham sent his servant to find a wife or a bride for his son, Isaac. So let's replace the names here a minute. God the Father sent the Holy Spirit to find the church for his son, Jesus Christ. Um, and so lo- looking at it through that lens, you know, the last time we saw Isaac was, you know, at the, at the, the, uh, was on Mount Moriah when he was supposed to have been crucified or, well, Isaac wasn't going to be crucified. He was going to be, you know, slaughtered and, and sacrificed as a burnt offering, you know, which a burnt offering, as we said last week was for, uh, payment or not payment, but, uh, temporary placeholderment, temporary atonement from, from sin, um, and so uh, that was the last time we saw Isaac was at Mount Moriah. Well, here we are. Uh, the next time we see him is whenever the Holy Spirit is bringing, or not the Holy Spirit, the, the servant who is a type of uh, the Holy Spirit, you know, a type being someone that represent, he's representative of the Holy Spirit. Um, he's, you know, uh, the servant is bringing Rebecca the bride uh to Isaac and so the when we see Isaac here for the first time you know it's it's pointing to um Jesus the next time that we as the church see Jesus we will see Jesus come uh come back you know when he comes to 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 uh to retrieve his bride so now let's go ahead and 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 pick up here and and ch- uh, verse 62 of chapter 24 and 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 finish out this chapter here it says now Isaac had returned from Beer Lahiroi and was dwelling in the Negev and Isaac uh, Isaac went out to meditate in the field toward evening and he lifted up his eyes and saw and behold there were camels coming and Rebekah lifted up her eyes, and when she saw Isaac, she dismounted from the camel and said to the servant, Who is that man walking in the field to meet us? The servant said, It is my master. So she took uh, took her veil and covered herself. And the servant told Isaac all the things that he had done. Then Isaac brought her into the tent, uh, into the tent of Sarah, his mother, and took Rebekah, and she became his wife. And he loved her, so Isaac was comforted after his mother's death. Now, um, another thing you know, uh, of the patriarchs, you know, Abraham, Isaac, and Jacob, um, Isaac was the only one to not have uh, multiple wives. Isaac only ever had one wife, and he, and, and he, he loved her without having ever seen her. Um, and she loved him without having ever seen him. Does that not sound like the church today? Um, so, uh, you, you know, the, 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 this whole thing, you know, this whole uh, sequence of events here is is, is very much uh, you know a, a, a foreshadowing of you know the events to come you know with the church and with um, you know the second coming of Christ you know he you know the last time the first time we saw saw Isaac or last time we saw Isaac was at Mount Moriah after uh, when he should have been you know uh, sacrificed well then here here we see him again you know uh, when the church when the when Rebecca is being brought to him and so like I said you know, it, it's it's kind of a picture of Christ. Now, I, I wanted to touch real quick on on the um, on the Holy Spirit uh, and and and, and kind of you know some some of his some of his roles. So let, let's let's look over here in, in Romans chapter eight. 
uh, starting in verse 9. Uh, Romans 8 verse 9 uh, d- through 17 says, You, however, uh, are not in the flesh, but in the Spirit, if in fact the Spirit of God dwells in you. Anyone who does not have the Spirit of Christ does not belong to him. But if Christ is in you, although the body is dead because of sin, the Spirit is life because of righteousness. If the Spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal, bo- mortal bodies through, the, through his Spirit who dwells in you. So then, brothers, we are debtors not to the flesh to live according to the flesh, nor, or, or, for if you live according to the flesh, you will die. But if by the Spirit you put to death the deeds of the body, you will live. For all who are led by the Spirit of God are sons of God. For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of adoption as sons whom, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. The Spirit himself bears witness with our spirit that we are children of God, and if children, then heirs, heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ, provided we suffer with him in order that we may also be glorified with him. Now, um... You know, here the uh, you know, in the in the first half it talks about uh, you know the spirit dwelling within us, and this spirit, uh, you know, it, it, the, the spirit, you know, he gives life to our to our dead spirit, you know, because you know, sin, you know, uh, sin caused us to be dead to God. You know, now um, there are some who say, uh, you know, we are dead in the fact in the way that we cannot do anything or we can't even want to follow after God. Um, and, and so I, I, I'm not in that group. Um, the, the deadness here, my understanding of this deadness is not that we are incapable uh, of doing anything to even think about God uh, in our sin. It is that we are separated from God and the spirit comes and convicts us of our need for him. And through our free will, we are able to choose to follow him. Uh, and and through that choosing uh, him, then we are regenerated, uh, and 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 then we go through, through the process of sanctification or justification, sanctification, and glorification. Uh, glorification, of course, won't happen until you know Christ comes to retrieve us. But uh, you know, justification is where we are 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 uh, we've been declared righteous before God you know, because of of our faith and because of what Christ did for us. And then sanctification is where we are made more and more like Christ. Uh, as we seek after him. Um, and so the, you know, that it says here, you know, that this spirit, you know, if the spirit of him who raised Jesus from the dead dwells in you, he who raised Christ Jesus from the dead will also give life to your mortal bodies through his spirit who dwells in you. Now, uh, I also wanted to point out one other thing here and, and, and the, in the second half of this passage, um, it says in verse 15, or excuse me, 14, for all who are led by the spirit of God are sons of God. Um, Rebecca, being representative of the church, the bride of Christ, was led by the servant who um, who was representative of the Holy Spirit. Uh, you know, they were led, or, you know, Rebecca was led by, by the servant to Isaac, just as the church today is led by the Holy Spirit to Christ. Uh, it says here in verse 15, For you did not receive the spirit of slavery to fall back into fear, but you have received the spirit of what? Of adoption as sons, uh, by whom we cry, Abba, Father. Now, there are some there are some here that that decide to translate this word uh, that here that here is rendered sons as children. Uh, I I think that is a gross mishandling of the text. 
Um, the word here, you know, the reason that it's important for it to be rendered as sons is because in this context, in this time, only the sons had any kind of legal standing for inheritance. Um, and, and so, uh, you know, daughters, you know, they would not receive anything. They would be completely left out to dry, uh, with, you know, with no inheritance, with no, with nothing. Um, and that's why they, you know, why they had to you know, be married off. Uh, and so, uh, you know, that's why it's important for us to be, um, to be, you know, it says here first, uh, but you have been, you have received the spirit of adoption as sons because we, you know, uh, because we have been adopted fully, uh, into sonship and to, to, uh, into the family of God, right? Like the, the word there, um, the spirit of adoption, you know, that, that adoption means to be placed as a son. That's literally what the, what the, the Greek there means is to be placed as a son. Uh, and, 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 and so then we have all legal status as a son. Um, and so, you know, to, to, to the point where, you know, in the verse, end of verse 15, it says, by whom we cry, Abba, Father, you know, uh, Abba is the, is the, the, the Aramaic, um, you know, or the Hebrews of, uh, for father. Uh, yes. And, and so it's, you know, it's kind of a, a personal name for father, uh, like, like I was saying, uh, you know, I, I, I call my father, you know, pop or, or, you know, some people say dad or, or daddy or, you know, papa or whatever. Um, but anyhow, you know, so, uh, you know, we, we, we were, we were adopted fully as, as you know, here, as it says here in verse 16 and 17, uh, that we are children of God and of children, then heirs and heirs of God and fellow heirs with Christ. Um, and so, uh, you know, that's, that's what the Holy Spirit has done for us and in us. Now, I want to say one more thing, uh, and, and then I'll close out here. Uh, but if we look, look at Ephesians 1, 13 and 14, I think this is a, a crucial passage here. Uh, especially as it relates to um, to our our eternal security of salvation, it says it starting in verse th- uh, thirteen of chapter one of Ephesians. In Him that is Christ, in Him you also, when you heard the word of truth, the gospel of your salvation, and believed in Him again, that's Christ, were sealed with the promise of the holy uh, uh, with the promised Holy Spirit, who is the uh, guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to praise or to the praise of his glory. The, the phrase there, we're sealed with the, with the promised Holy Spirit. That phrase uh, means you know, it, uh, uh, that that phrasing in the in the Greek was commonly used, uh, you know, to refer to a betrothal or an engagement, a legally binding um, arrangement of marriage. <clears throat> it's you know very uh, uh, in in today's terms, it's you know like the. Uh, the, the 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 man you know proposing to a woman and giving her an engagement ring and that ring is a promise I'm going to marry you uh, and, and so th- then it's just a matter of time to work out you know work out the wedding plans and 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 you know work out the honeymoon plans and all this business um, and so it says that you know, we were sealed with the promised Holy Spirit who is the guarantee of our inheritance until we acquire possession of it to the praise of his glory. You know, when we as, as, as Christians, when we, um, when we become a Christian, the Holy Spirit comes in and, and comes in and indwells us as, and, and, and we are sealed. We are, 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 are held, held onto and claimed and marked by the Holy Spirit to the point where we, um, we are made his, you know, you know, he is, is, is uh, kind of like, you know, taking you know, a, you know, a Sharpie, uh, except, you know, the, the, the really, the really powerful kind that sticks around forever and ever and ever. Amen. You know, that, you know, uh, you write on your hand and it doesn't wipe off. 
Um, it, it, that that's the kind of thing that we're 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 talking about here. Except you know, th- this is more than just a sharpie marking. This is you know, uh, you know, God holding on to us and giving us the promise that we are His forever. Um, but you know, the, 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 this this whole this whole sequence of events here with 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 uh, you know, um, Abraham sending his servant to find a a bride for Isaac. Uh, you know, it, if you cannot see the correlation between uh, you know that time and now with the church and what Christ, and what God did through the Holy Spirit and sending Christ and and all this, if you can't see the correlation, um, man, I I I I pray that 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 you uh, you know that God will open your eyes so you can see it and, under, and understand it because, you know, it, it, it is, it is a, a beautiful thing that, that, that God has done. Uh, and, and, and you know, it goes to show that, you know, from the very beginning, God has, God had it planned, had it planned. God knew how it was going to be. And he already worked out a solution, um, you know, for our problem, which our problem is sin. Our problem is pride, uh, putting ourselves first before God, what God wants and what God has said. So, um, you know, I, 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 I just, encourage you uh and and exhort you to to you know, seek out his truth you know, you know seek out him make him your number one priority um and 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 you know uh you know, always seek his direction in your life because you know at, at as as we see with with Abraham's servant, um, you know when we you know when we cry out to him, you know Abba Father, when we cry out to him and say, God, give me direction, show me where to go. You know, if, if we ourselves become the searching servant, you know, wanting to honor our heavenly Father, wanting to be the one that that goes out and 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 bears witness of his greatness and of his glory and and all the things that he has done in our life if we bear witness of that man i mean how many people how many people does god put in our path that we just completely ignore i mean i know that there are a lot of people that i that that i have uh, you know i've 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 had the prime opportunity to speak to them to speak god's life into them and I was too busy. I was too worried about what they would think of me. I was too whatever. I'm, you know, I might start stuttering. You know, I might start doing whatever other thing. And I, I got in. I got in God's way. I, I let myself stop me from doing what God told me to do. And you know, I, I kick myself every time that happens after it has happened. And and you know, me, me being a you know a thick skulled you know man, sometimes I, I have a hard time you know, learning from my mistakes. And, uh, and so, you know, I, yeah, I'm, I'm certainly trying to work on that. And, and, but you see what I'm saying? I mean, you know, we, we, we have to seek after God. We have to be the searching servant, search out his truth and his will for our life. And it's not that hard to find it. It's not that far away. All we have to do is open up God's word and look, there it is. Go, go therefore and make disciples of what? All nations. And it's not that we have to go anywhere. Literally it's saying, as you are going, like as you go through life, make disciples. It's that simple. That is God's will for our life, that we will serve him and, and seek out all that might come to him. Um, that, that is our, that is our job. So, um, yeah, I, I, I you know, just want to, uh, you know, thank you all for, uh, for joining us, joining us this week. And, um, Please do be be praying for Aaron. Uh, you know, I I I just hope that you will uh, you know lift him up in prayer that that uh, you know, he'll he'll get, get better soon and, and hopefully he'll be be able to get get back with us next week. Um, but until then, guys, keep on searching out scriptural truths all the more. Thanks for listening to the All the More podcast. 
If you like what you've heard or are interested in other related content, head on over to allthemore.com. That's allthemore with two O's, dot com. Don't forget to subscribe to this podcast on iTunes, Stitcher, or your other favorite podcasting app. Until next time, keep on searching out scriptural truths all the more.